Toplin Goliath, the only beer that Lindsey Whalen drinks. The next team is the New York Knicks. I believe you. you had the New York Knicks. No, I think that was you. Nope, it was me. It's definitely me. Yeah, that's your team, baby. Newest Knicks fan here. Um, okay, so this one is also pretty un- underwhelming. Uh, Chalanga is such a Knicks fan. He watched the New York Knicks versus Los Angeles Lakers over the Portland Trailblazers versus OKC. That's so true. I wanted to see the Lakers without LeBron, and I actually really do like watching the Knicks. I like watching Tim Hardaway Jr. and the rise of Emmanuel Moutier. The rise of Alonzo Trier. Uh, no, it's a fall. It's a it's a it's a slow fade into darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's really uh, <laughs> he's really fallen off as of late. I'll say that. I'm still um, I'm still taking it as a W because he did play so well for the first couple weeks. Oh, it is a W for for sure. The fact that he got himself an actual NBA contract is a big win for him. Congratulations to Lonzo Trier. My New York Knicks trade. I call this one New York Swings on Stanley. I have little titles for all my trades. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> in this trade, uh, New York grabs Stanley Johnson from Detroit along with John Luer oh, and sends over Courtney Lee and Luke Cornett. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty boring trade. I just figure Stanley Johnson has some upside. He's built like a fucking tank. If he can learn to shoot even a little bit, he'll be a good NBA player. <laughs> That's you could say that. You could say that about a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just figure Courtney Lee is not a long-term player. If Andrew Wiggins could shoot threes a little bit better, would he be? A, would he be a much better player? I don't even know. I the thing about Andrew Wiggins is that like I, I, to me it doesn't matter how good he gets at basketball if he's not going to try. Or if he's not a good decision maker because yeah, both of those things at times. Yeah, and it's like, it's not even, because his skill-wise, he's mostly fine. He can't dribble very well, but he doesn't necessarily need to to be a good player. It's just that he doesn't, he never makes the right choice. And no, he, That's not true. That's not true. He, he's been making a lot better choices this year. True. Anyway... This New York trade is pretty boring, but this with the bad teams, it's tough to come up with something exciting. That's not always true. Oh, why? Do you have one coming up next? Well, with the bad teams, sometimes you just got to get worse. The exciting thing with the bad teams is getting your good players off the team. True. New York doesn't have very many uh, bad players, or good players, excuse me. They don't have enough good players to make a that trade. are old yeah. to make that trade. Yeah. Like, Tim Hardaway Jr. might be their best player that isn't injured. And he's on a three-year, $17 million contract. So <laughs> no one's taking that, you know? Yeah, New York's in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know why KD would want to go there. I don't either. It doesn't make any sense. Because they do have Chris Stapps Porzingis. Let's not forget that that man is very good at basketball. I just don't know if Chris Stapps plus KD equals a top four seed in the Plus East. Kyrie. That's the only way. But that, can they get two free agents next year? I, that much I don't know how they're cap. I think they would have to trade Courtney Lee and, and Tim probably Hardaway. Tim Hardaway. And Tim Hardaway is going to be a tough sell. So, No one's taking know. Tim Hardaway. That was a terrible contract the moment it was signed. So unfortunately yes, for everybody, Jim, James Dolan is still an idiot. 
Fortunately um, for, unfortunately for the whole NBA. Anyway, I think I have three teams in a row now. Can we go to one of your teams so I can have a break? I just figured that you would have picked the Brooklyn Nets over the Knicks. As a fan? Yeah, because you're like the – first of all, you love the Nets roster. You don't love the Knicks roster. Uh, you're right. I don't. But here's the thing. I'm hedging my bets that the Knicks are going to sign a huge free agent. So I'm getting ahead of the curve. That's, I want, that's not uh, you. You're the guy who who fights for the G-Leaguer. I know. That's true. I do. And, like, the Nets are 100% the G-League squad. They even have Theo Pinson, my favorite two-way player right now. See? You're right. I should be a Nets fan. <laughs> I just changed your mind. Yeah, you did. You're gonna hate yourself once they sign a once they sign Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant just sucks as a person. You're gonna be uh-huh. like, oh, why did I pick? Did I You're pick right. I don't even like Kevin Durant. I don't even like him. You do like Kyrie though. I do. I love Kyrie. Even though you hate his acting chops. He's I so mean. I also think that the Nets might have a chance to sign someone big, but even if they don't, they've got fun players. They've got. Jared Allen, the fro. Karis LeVert is very good. Why do the Nets not have a better chance than the Knicks? That's my question. They're a better team, maybe even with Kristaps healthy. With Kristaps healthy, it's a 500 team. That's what I'm saying. I think, though, I think that one all-star level player is more important than, like, a good foundation to, to players. I don't know if that makes sense. Or I don't know if that's true either. That's just like a feeling that I have. Yeah, look at look at what LeBron did with the Lakers the first part of the year. They were winning like the Cavs were with Kevin Love and LeBron. Yeah. Like K-Love plus LeBron. But is there is there anybody on the Nets that is close to Karis that Levert. level of player? player? Karis, Karis Levert could be an all-star. Karis Levert, I guess it all hinges upon both of their returns this year if they can play basketball right. this year. The, and the but thing, but the thing more... about Karis LeVert is that we may have just seen a hot streak. A two-year hot streak. No, of. no. Last year he was, was not playing like this. Last year he was, he was not really playing good. like this. He was good, but he wasn't He wasn't the scorer like he was at the beginning of this year. He's He always has had a very well-rounded game and can so do you're a saying, lot is of he things. De- is he Deion Waiters? Uh, maybe. <laughs> no. I hope not. I hope not. He's not. He's not. He's going to be fine. He can pass better than Dion Waiters. Exactly. And he's not an asshole. <laughs> Let's move on. What? I don't yeah. care about the next. Let's move on to the next one. The next team up is the Orlando Magic. One of my favorite teams, only in my mind. I don't actually watch a lot of Orlando Magic basketball because I don't like it very much. <laughs> Did you see Mo Bamba's Shacked in a Fool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be on Shacked in a Fool a lot. I feel like he's the new JaVale. <laughs> yeah, he might be. Because JaVale is good now. Suddenly JaVale is really good and very serious. LeBron um, JaVale. Yeah. I feel, I, winning a championship changed him, you know? <laughs> um, now he can coach the Timberwolves. Oh, please. <laughs> McGee. Just so you know, you, that's your that's your NBA doppelganger, not Tyson Chandler. JaVale? Yeah. Don't you see it more? Yeah. Nose and the eyes. I don't know. I'd, I wouldn't mind being JaVale. I like JaVale. He's one of my favorite players. He is so endearing. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, the Orlando Magic. Okay, this one I call Orlando makes a dumb playoff push. Oh, no. (laughs) They're already doing that. I know, and they're about to get dumber. But this one they don't give up. They don't give up any future assets. They just give up. The Orlando Magic trade DJ Augustine and Jonathan Simmons to the Detroit Pistons for Reggie Jackson. That's it. So they just upgrade their point guard and hope that that helps them win more games. Can we move on? Yep. (laughs) The next team is the Phoenix Suns. This one is called Phoenix Gets Their Point Guard of the Future. Here's what it is. Phoenix trades Josh Jackson to the Brooklyn Nets for D'Angelo Russell. Ooh, baby! D'Angelo, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Can you see it, Dylan? I can't see it without a pick, and the Suns aren't giving up a pick. Why you would they give the... up D'Angelo Russell and take on Josh Jackson? Brooklyn doesn't like D'Angelo. Brooklyn is I not like... going to re-sign D'Angelo after this year. Okay, but a lot of teams don't like their players, but they still get assets for them. I'm saying, like, Josh Jackson could be an asset to a team. <laughs> could he? Oh, to a team. I thought you meant, like, so one day he could be an asset. Well, yes, also that. Because right <laughs> now he sucks. But Brooklyn loves to loves to try to recoup careers. That's their whole thing. But okay, maybe, but maybe they're past that at this point. I don't think that that's possible. I think D'Angelo Russell is an asset. Not a great asset. But he's an asset and would demand something more than a player that hasn't shown anything in two years. What if Phoenix throws in DeAnthony Melton? He is their starting point guard, undrafted rookie. So he's probably not on a long deal, right? No, I don't think so. I think it's it might only be one year. How many years does Josh Jackson have? Are they? They're he's, got, he's on to... a three. He's on a three-year, six million dollar deal, six million a year. So D'Angelo, he's on seven million. This is his last year, so Suns would have to re-sign him. But it's also kind of a Suns move to trade midseason for a young point guard, try it out, and then move on. I can see why the Suns would do it. I cannot see why Brooklyn would want to do that. What if the Suns throw in a second rounder? It'd be a pretty high second rounder. I don't know why the Suns would throw in any draft picks. They need as many draft picks as they can possibly get. Here's the thing. So D'Angelo Russell, not only do I think that he is an asset from the standpoint of he has shown flashes of potential mm-hmm. um, and at least being a good scoring point guard, which is kind of – I don't. It, it's super common in the NBA, but it doesn't have zero value. Mm-hmm. And he's also on an expiring at – a rate of someone who's at a mid-level exception. So there are mm-hmm. a lot of teams right now that are have signed players to multi-year mid-level exceptions that are going to want to get them off their team. I think that they're probably going to want to match that over going for someone like a Josh Jackson who's on a rookie contract and is three years, has three years left mm-hmm. on his deal. I mm-hmm. don't know. It just, I don't think there's any way for Josh Jackson to get moved. Yeah, this. he's not very good. He's not very good, is he? Nope. Yeah. All right. Who's That's next? too bad. Next is the Portland Trailblazers. That's you, my friend. Oof. I know you, you you hate this team. so I figure this would be nice, though, because you would be willing to trade 
one of the uh, guards, which... Oh, I had a... Yeah, I had a big one. All right, this this one doesn't make any sense to me because I ended up having to um, make the Portland Trailblazers take on $54 million in contracts, and the Minnesota Timberwolves took $44 million in contracts. That's insane. That's that's a tease. (laughs) That's a hardcore tease. Somehow the trade was successful. And uh, according to Hollinger statistics, which I don't believe at all, I barely trust PER, but uh, according to the analysis, the win percentage didn't change. So, Oh, cool. Okay, so the Portland Trailblazers receive Andrew Wiggins, Jeff Teague, Anthony Tolliver, Derek Rose, Luol Deng, Christ. <laughs> uh, Keita Bates-Diop, and James Nunnally. What the fuck? <laughs> we got rid of our whole roster. Are you smoking crack? I, I'm calling this the Lindsey Whalen <laughs> Memorial Trade. <laughs> you guys, I have a great idea for a trade. We have to do this. We need to recreate our whole team. <laughs> we get CJ McCollum, Evan Turner, and Gary Trent Jr. comes back to the Apple back Valley. Home. Coming back to the AV, baby. Wow. We're going to have a backcourt, a starting backcourt in two years. Of Gary Trent Jr. and Tyus Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the Apple Valley Bros. All right, do you hate me or love me? Uh, you know, somewhere in between. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is the Patrick Starr meme. Let's take all the players on this team <laughs> and put them on that team. That is really a, a new year, new meet. <laughs> so you, you, you stayed true to the theme. And honestly, oh. the only thing I heard from that was Wiggins for <laughs> McCollum, and I like it. Right? After that, after Wiggins, you didn't say any names that I cared about, really. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Teague, we get rid of that contract. Yeah, that's fine. I don't Tolliver care about him. is a mid-level expiring. He Derek can go. Rose is expiring. He can go. In more ways than one. Um, and then three guys that don't play for us. I, you know, for some although, reason, I swear I had to add them in order for the trade to be successful. I'm like, I, I'm already giving them $7 million. What is going on? And for some reason, I had to give them, give the Portland Trailblazers $10 more million in order for the trade to be successful. It made no sense. That's crazy. I will say, um, I forgot to mention this, but I do kind of want Anthony Tolliver to be interim player coach for the rest of the season. Ooh. Insert himself as small forward, starting small forward. Put a Kogi back on the bench and just kind of—he looks like a coach, doesn't he? <laughs> he looks like my dad, except um, a mixture between my dad and Frankenstein, because he didn't sleep enough when he was in his twenties. Yeah, he's—he's he's a droop monster. <laughs> um, all right, on to the next team. This is my team, Sacramento. All right, I traded with Charlotte to reunite Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox. So Sacramento sends out. Iman Shumpert on eleven million one year, mm-hmm. Bojan Bogdanovic on two years nine million. This is probably a really fun team to do trades with because they have a lot of expiring and shit. Mm-hmm. And Costa Kufis one year, eight point seven million. They bring back Malik Monk on his rookie deal, Jeremy Lamb on a one year seven million, and Bismack Biombo. I know they have to take on that big money because because they don't really have a comparable Monk match. And 
This was just the way the money worked out. And plus, you incentivize Charlotte by taking on that big money. I think that there's something to that, though. I don't know if the Kings are going to be able to take on Biombo, but I think that it's realistic in terms of real NBA stuff <laughs> that maybe they'd take on... Um... Batum? Yeah, sorry. Batum would be a stretch because he makes $7 million more than Biombo does. No, I get it. I, yeah. I, I get where that works there, where that doesn't work there. But mm-hmm. maybe there is something Touche. in that. Because we know that they want to get rid of Batum, and that and there's actual value in Batum as a player. So mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. zero value Biombo. Well, I don't know. I think he still might be able to play a little bit. Did you see last night he had a reverse putback? He grabbed an offensive board and did a backward dunk over two players. It was amazing. Do you like to watch highlights and then get way too into players who are never going to mean anything? Duh. Then why don't you like Andrew Wiggins this much? You watch him too much. I know. I watch I watch him really play basketball a lot. <laughs> and I know... Quit watching Andrew Wiggins play basketball. You'll like him more. I also watched a lot of Bizbeck Biombo when he was on Toronto and just like destroying the Cavs. He was just like eating the Cavs alive in that one playoff series. Except the Cavs still ate them alive in the end. Yeah, I mean, they won in six, so, or they won in five. But yeah, I mean, Bismack Biombo is, is he any worse than Costa Kufus? Besides the fact that he makes $9 million more million and has one more year in his contract? But ignore that. Not, not in my opinion, but I, I just feel like he's, he's not playing. Yeah, but he could play on, like, that would be the type of situation where it's like cool... He can back up Marvin Bagley as center next year, and like you don't have to pay Willie Cauley Stein, and Willie Cauley Stein can walk. Um, oh, anyway, do you think that Marvin Bagley is going to be a center? Probably not, according to Dave Dave Yeager, because Dave Yeager's been uh, been saying that he's going to be the next Durant. He is. He is smaller than I thought he would be coming out of college. He's definitely smaller. Um. But he's kind of like, he, he reminds me of John Collins, but with more ball skills even. Well, John um, Collins isn't a center. But maybe he should be. <laughs> you, you just want everyone to be a center. I, think I want everyone to be a power forward. I want, I want there to be more six foot eight centers. Like if you can leap and you can't really handle the ball right. that well, why not be a center? You heard it here first. Zion Williamson taking number two overall to the Minnesota Timberwolves to be their next starting center. Uh, oh, yeah, because you think that Cat is a power forward. The next pick was the San Antonio Spurs, but we already covered that in Dylan's Charlotte trade. A twofer. I just want to clarify. It was the the Popovich uh, fuck it, fuck it's it. my last year trade. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker's coming to San Antonio. The more I think about that, the more I like it. <laughs> Just get rid of everybody. Yeah, except just I'm destroy looking, the I'm, team for the future. I'm looking back at the the players that Charlotte gets. They would have to cut so many players from their team. <laughs> they would have, they would have a, they can, a huge roster. They can cut players. They're fine. No, you're right. They have. They, it's true. They're not the players that they would have to cut are making too much money. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the next team is the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz are sending. Joe Ingles, and Jay Crowder to the Golden State Warriors. Whoa. And in return, they will receive Draymond Green. Draymond, yes. 
Do you like that Holy trade? Holy shit, I love that trade. I love that um, trade. Draymond Green has been playing like a ghost. People have been walking right through him. And he hasn't been shooting. And he's just been playing like crap. So maybe it's just time for a change of pace for Draymond Green. Maybe he needs to go to a state that would appreciate him a little bit more than this team seems to appreciate Draymond at this point. Utah Jazz fans are just as volatile as Draymond Green, so I think they might like him. <laughs> so then the lineup would be Rubio, Mitchell, Corver, Green, Gobert, and then Favors well, would be I think the center favors, off the bench? I was thinking Favors would be the power forward probably on this starting lineup, and the small forward would have to be Draymond. No. <laughs> you know how I feel about Draymond at small forward. Well... I, yeah, there's no shooting on this. Yeah, that 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 like that would make Donovan Mitchell so much worse. But favors, would, the, favors would have to go to the bench, and you'd have to bring a shooter into the starting lineup. Well, one of the reasons why I had to do this trade was because Derek Favors can't be traded until January fifteenth, I believe, mm. one of the Januarys. And Golden so, State wouldn't take Derek Favors. No, I'm not. I'm saying that Derek Favors was the person I was trying to get off the team, but then I look at it and it's like, oh, I can't trade you, so Got I it. guess I have to do something different. Got it. So in this scenario, what you would have to do is take Draymond on, and then you'd have to find like a wing three and D guy. Mm-hmm. But like more three than D. Yeah, I mean they have Korver, but he's not really a starter at this point in his career. Absolutely not. They need a Corver who's pre-prime or in his prime. If they could have kept Jay Crowder, that would have been perfect. But then who See, that, Golden State wouldn't do that. Right. So that's that's why in this trade somehow you're going to have to take Derek Favors off the team. And I do think he has value. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to do a second trade here. Maybe Axum and Favors can get off the team somehow. And then you would get, like, just some a three point specialist who yeah. is tall. Like I wonder who's like, buying like favors. Value. I think favors does have value. I think it's also hard to trade a big man. Um, True. That's interesting though. I like the I like the the heart of that trade. Draymond to Utah is cool, and I also think that Golden State would really appreciate the extra shooting and having another legitimate NBA player coming off their bench. Yeah, I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well done. All right. The next team is Washington, but my Washington trade was actually my Houston trade as well. And honestly, Washington, you'd think it would be really interesting, but it's just like really sad to try to come up with trades for them. It's not interesting. That's why they haven't made any good trades yet. Yeah. So that is all our teams in our first batch. And our second batch is all centered around one particular player, the most likely star to be traded next, and that is Anthony Davis. So Dylan and I both had Anthony Davis in multiple trades. So we're going to go through our Anthony Davis trades now. I'll just start. Since you did the last one, I'm going to start in Atlanta. Mm. I know this sounds crazy. But I was just looking through Atlanta, and with a bad team like that, it was hard to actually make them worse. So I decided that the only route was to try to make them championship contenders immediately. (laughs) (laughs) 
which I don't know if I accomplished, but we're going to see. No, there's no way you No way I did. No way I did. In my deal, the Atlanta Hawks get Anthony Davis and Alfred Payton. New Orleans gets Trey Young, Kent Bazemore, and uh, Kevin Herter or Torian Prince. Preferably Kevin Herter, but if they don't take Kevin Herter, I'll give him Torian Prince. Basically, literally what you're doing is Davis for Trey Young. Yep. But then salaries to match. Ugh. I don't think that they would take that. They'd have to send a pick, too. What do they got for picks? They got Dallas's, and they have their own. So they could trade Dallas's pick and keep Torreon Prince, send Herder. Then you've got Trey Young. And they still the Pelicans still have Drew Holiday, so they're not starting over completely. So the Pelicans still have Trey Young, Drew Holiday, Etuan Moore, Miritich, and Randall, which is a fine team. I actually feel like getting Anthony Davis off of the team doesn't hurt the Pelicans as much as people might think because it's not like their front court would be bad without him. Right. The, now more than ever, they have a pretty legitimate front court <clears throat> in Randall. Like, even and... Okafor's come come awake. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not counting the chickens before the eggs hatch, but he's shown signs of life at least. He's shown a pulse. And they've got that young guy, Czech Diallo, who they seem to be really high on. I'm not sure if he's going to be good, but they like him a lot. And he played for Kansas, so. (laughs) I don't hate that trade, but I do want to bring this caravan, this little trading caravan, down to the trading post uh, down in Miami. Ooh, yes. Let's hear it. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis is going to take his talents to South Beach, along with Solomon Hill. Always along with Solomon Hill. (laughs) And the New Orleans Pelicans will take Tyler Johnson, Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, and they're going to have to take some sort of at least second-round pick. I know Miami's given up their pick to the 76ers, but some kind of pick. It's a mess, but some kind of pick, too. I don't mind it. That gives the Pelicans a really solid defensive unit in Richardson, Winslow, and Holiday as their 1-2-3. Plus, all three of those guys can handle the ball and facilitate. Yeah, so... I'm kind of into that. have to move Drew to point guard, basically. Well, Winslow is, play, is currently playing point guard for the Miami Heat. What? He Where's is Dragic? Their, he's hurt. Oh, is he? Yeah, so Justice Winslow is their starting point guard, has been for, and he's playing better than ever. I love these point guardless teams. It's a cool idea, and Alvin Gentry is like a, he's a pretty good coach, so I think he could come up with some pretty cool sets for them to run. And if if Miami thinks that Jimmy Butler is only worth one of Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow, I think that Anthony Davis is worth at least all three of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. And Miami gets off Tyler Johnson. That's the tough part for. That's the tough thing for. How long is Tyler Johnson's contract? Only two years. Okay, so it's not horrible and, for the Pelicans to swallow. And you have Josh Richardson for four years. His PER is five points higher He's good. than his salary. He's Josh Richardson is good, for real. Team-friendly contract. Good player. Really smart. They would have to count on Justice Winslow resigning, too. Justice Winslow already resigned. He has an, he's on Wait, a new okay. contract. Yep. What's he 
It's, it's like uh, next year. It's three years, thirty-three, I think. So he's eleven million, eleven million a year, I think. That's off, that's just off the top of my head. So you have to fact check me, but. All right. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, that's it's reasonable. That's a great deal. I'm with it. I, I like that trade. I like that trade. Justice Winslow, signed at thirteen million dollars. That's great. Thirteen. One of my little tricks that I like is if a player is making less per year than their PER, then they're a good player. <laughs> then that's a good contract. That is a good. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good trick. My question: Who's left on the Heat? So you have. Anthony Davis and Hassan Whiteside. And Dragic and... That's a great team. Is it great? It's a good team. Magruder is a good player. Derek Jones Jr. is getting better. James Johnson is good. Kelly Olenek is fine. Is there is there a way to do it where Hassan goes instead of... Hmm, Tyler? Tyler's got to go. Because they have to send Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow. Otherwise, there's just not enough value. Yeah, I don't know if I would do it if I were the Heat. I don't think that's. I don't know if that's the right trade. Really, you wouldn't take Anthony Davis. No, I would because they're also Miami. They're a free agent destination. I just yep. can't imagine them not taking that. Yep, you get the one star, and then the doors open to more stars. Okay, fair, fair. And and let's see what they're clearing off the books this year. They'd be clearing off Wayne Ellington. Um, Magruder would be off the books, technically, actually. Uh, Dwayne Wade and Udonis Haslam. So that's... They'd be getting $12 million off their books. That's not much to that's sign to resign somebody. But if they... Do, if, but you they know, can sign... If, go ahead. Two mid-level guys. Yeah, two mid-level guys. And then if they just bide their time one more year, then in 2020, Hassan's gone, right? And Dragic is off. And then yeah. that's a Hassan lot of money. And Dra- yeah, Hassan Dragic and there's another one. Oh, well, I guess Tyler Johnson's already gone. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh we're we're gonna go we're gonna go to another beach. It's a little bit different type of beach. In fact, I'd call mm. it more of a bay. And we're gonna go to the Bay no. Area. <laughs> no. No. I just heard you slowly fall apart. <laughs> And we're bringing Anthony Davis's talents to the Golden State Warriors. And here's the trade. Golden State gets Anthony Davis and Etwan Moore. New Orleans gets one year of Clay and Draymond Green. I hate it. <laughs> would you do it you if you were the never... Pelicans? No. No? No. You wouldn't take Clay's Clay been Thompson? playing like shit. What if he's just slumping? My worry is that if Clay Thompson is slumping with KD and Curry getting him open shots, how's he going to slump in New Orleans when he's not getting open shots? Well, he's going to have Drew Holiday getting him open shots. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, but... All right. We're, we're going to... I need to drive this caravan down to much... No more, no other comment. Oh man, that's too no, bad. I'm not even gonna. Do you want? Do you want to say another thing? Say some, Say whatever you want to no, say. No, I don't want to say anything. Respond. I don't want to say anything. Except, I hate it. Except just like fondle yourself thinking about KD, AD, and Curvy. Oh, oh. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. All right.
Do you want to do, right now, do you want to do two in a row? Because my last one is crazy. All right, I'm going to take this caravan down from the shitty Bay Area where I lived for a year. I did live there for a year, so I can say it's shitty. And I'm going to go to Los Angeles, and along with me is coming Anthony Davis. But we're going to have to say goodbye to Tobias Harris and Lou Williams. I think this is the best trade that they could possibly make. Anthony Davis for Tobias Harris and Lou Williams. But they're going to have to do a sign-in trade. With Tobias Harris so that they know mm-hmm. they have him. Exactly. I like so, that. So somehow they're going to have to get a sign-in trade with Tobias Harris. But Lou Williams, Tobias Harris, I think that that gives them a really strong starting six. Mm-hmm. In New Orleans. I don't think that they're that much worse. Who's who's their sixth one? Etoine Moore? Lou. So you have Lou's, Lou. Oh, you have Alfred Payton still too, right. Okay. Yeah, Lou's, Lou's on the bench. Yeah, he's six man. Six man. So, but then we have a good front court, solid mm-hmm. front court. Um, well, who's playing center really here though? Julius Randle, but that's a defensive liability. That's kind of the problem with all these trades. Small. Yeah. Yeah, but... Tobias, I think, is going to be a great player, mm-hmm. and I think that that's, that's a good move for both teams. I don't mind it. I don't, I don't love it. I don't mind it. I think I need to just accept that Tobias Harris is a very good basketball player. It's hard for me to get there sometimes. Like, I know that he's good. I've watched him play. I'm like, that guy's good. But Tobias Harris always underwhelms me. But he's good, and I should just accept it. I think that he doesn't deserve the max. I think he deserves about $20 million. He's going to ask for the eight. max. Well, he's, he shouldn't because he's, he's gonna, he's 26. Gonna get it. Is he? Oh, he's going to get it for Who's sure. Who's paying it? Someone who misses out on, on the free, on free agents. Somebody's going to pay him the max. The Clippers are not going to pay it. I guarantee the Clippers will not pay him the max. Not if they're smart because his – okay, my little trick, PR 18.8. If he gets paid the max, he's going to be making 25 to 30, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that ain't right. You can't pay a player like that that kind of money. I mean, you you, I guess you paid Wiggins that, but Wiggins wasn't twenty seven. You know what I mean? He's a mm-hmm. he's not a finished product, but we have seen what Tobias Harris can be. But can't you see? You know, like Phoenix, Sacramento. I think they're gonna have a max spot. I could see Sacramento doing anything. I could see Vlade doing anything. The Lakers signed Tobias Harris. To Yo, it might happen. They might panic. <laughs> Just they might. They no. might hit panic mode. No, no. they're gonna give a max to Clay before anything. I'm just saying, if Clay doesn't come, if KD doesn't come, if Kawhi decides he's staying, if somebody beats them to the Anthony Davis sweepstakes. All right, but we both agree. I'm making really good Anthony Davis trades. I, you're killing the game. Can the can the the Clippers throw in like? Uh, I don't know, Boban, just give them some center depth because they're so little. <laughs> well, it depends on what the re-sign is because right now right. the Clippers are taking on $3 million, but mm-hmm. I think that um, if they re-sign Tobias, they'd probably be taking on more like five more million dollars or mm. six or seven. I don't know. But so I, I Sign-in think... trades are weird too. They have to be three years and like – or. Up to three years. I don't know. There's weird rules about signing trades. But yeah, I, don't know. I like I like the spirit. It's an idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
now this caravan has had enough time in the warm weather of Southern California and Miami, and we're going to take it back up to the north to the best team in the north, the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> I My heart was wishing that I said the Minnesota Timberwolves, but Anthony Davis and Alfred Payton are coming to the Milwaukee Bucks. In return, the Bucks are sending away Eric Bledsoe, Tony Snell, Thon Maker, and Malcolm Brogdon. Wow. Okay. So the Pelicans, Bledsoe, Holiday, Brogdon off the bench, not bad. Thon McCurr and Tony Snell. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. How much do you like Thon? How much hope do you how much hope do you have for him? Being, well, being an NBA player. Eric Bledsoe's an expiring. Mm-hmm. Which is doesn't help New Orleans because no one wants to come to New Orleans. So they're probably just gonna re-sign Eric Bledsoe to the same deal, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like Thon Maker. He was the only player that I th- that had any upside on the Bucks, and I had to do a Bucks trade. Come on. Is there any way that you could do scratch Thon and Snell and make that Middleton? Oh, maybe. What is Middleton making? Let's see. Fourteen, maybe. Okay, Middleton's making thirteen, so that I could I could probably scratch those guys. Let me let me try it. It makes both teams very much worse. (laughs) (laughs) You can't believe those stats. Giannis and AD together would be unreal. That would be unreal. Their defense would be so good. You could they could play big with Brook Lopez at center and slide Giannis and AD up a position, or they could play like super small and switchable. Well, as you as you know, I'm not the a believer in Eric Bledsoe at all. Mm-hmm. As a point guard to get along with Giannis, I mm-hmm. don't think that, I don't think that they're that they work well together because Eric Bledsoe is also a ball dominant point guard when he's playing at his best. Mm-hmm. Now, he must be he must be figuring it out because the Bucks are figuring it out, and he's been playing pretty well. Um, but I think that Anthony Davis is the best second star that you could possibly get in the league. Mm-hmm. If I if I were the Bucks, I would say, listen, Middleton is almost an all star. He might be an all star this year. And Eric Bledsoe is a really good match with Drew Holiday. Let us keep Malcolm Brogdon. Let's give you someone who has a similar salary. Maybe that is Thon. He's got upside. And let's talk about some picks. Because it would be nice if the Bucks could keep Malcolm Brogdon. He's a good player. Yeah, but they have to give good players if they're going to get Anthony Davis. They're going to have to give their three best assets. I'm wondering if you could make up that asset of Brogdon because Brogdon like is a good player, but he's as good as he'll probably ever be right now. You know what I mean? Really? It's his what third year, second year? Yeah, but he's also like 26. If I was the Bucks, I would trade Malcolm Brogdon. I would definitely push to keep him though. But Giannis and AD together is tantalizing. Good job. Thank you. I mean, I had to do a Bucks one. The Bucks are a difficult team. They shouldn't make that trade. If I were the Bucks, I wouldn't make that trade this year. Yeah, not quite. <clears throat> I, you got to you got to see where you go with what you got. Right. Especially if you're in this position. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the Pelicans, I would 
also not take this trade because I think that the other two trades that I just talked about were better. Now give me yours, baby. All right, so we're going back to LA for this trade. God, I am, I'm so happy with this. So it's a three-teamer between the New Orleans Pelicans, the Los Angeles Lakers, and can you guess who the third team is? Uh, Kings. <laughs> you wish. The Toronto fucking Raptors. Oh God. <laughs> here's what psycho. Here's what happens. Psycho. Here's what happens. Toronto catches wind that Kawhi's not going to resign, and they say, fuck, fuck, fuck. We got to fix this. So, Toronto gets Anthony Davis, Solomon Hill, Lonzo Ball. The Lakers get Kawhi Leonard and Alfred Payton. The Pelicans get Lowry, Rondo, and Ingram. Who says no? I say no if I'm the Lakers. What? You don't want Kawhi? I don't think so. Because you still have Kawhi and LeBron and Kuzma and Hart. And LeBron's just going to play point guard then? Uh, you get Alfred Payton, too. He's not. He's Rajon Rondo light. But, like, yeah, I guess so. The difference is that Rajon Rondo's actually been hitting his spot-up threes. once. True. Before. True. Okay, what if, I, I do, what if I do Lonzo stays, Kuzma goes to Toronto? So oof. Toronto gets Anthony Davis, Hill, and Kuzma. Yeah, it's, I guess it's just it depends on who you like more. And I think... I like Lonzo more. I do because too. Because I think I like Lonzo more. I don't know if it's if he's the better player, but I like Lonzo more in the fact that you're losing a lot of guard depth if you're losing Brandon Ingram and Lonzo. Mm-hmm. And, and Rondo. Kuzma's, and Kuzma's going to play basically the same role as LeBron James except off ball. Yeah, well, in my mind, Kuzma then becomes your scorer off the bench. He's your sixth man. Kawhi and LeBron are starting in at your wing positions. McGee at center, Hart, Josh Hart, and Peyton at the one and two. Ugh. So really weak one and two. Really weak one and two. But like, is right now is Alfred Peyton significantly worse than Lonzo Ball? I don't think so. I think right now they're replaceable players. Right now. For now. If I were the Lakers, I'd rather put Kuzma in the trade. Okay. So then, Toronto, their lineup becomes Van Vliet, Green, Ananobi, Siakam, uh, Davis, or Davis and Ibaka. That's the thing. uh, Their front court is very mixable. But Davis and Davis would be their one star. Yeah. Because they'd get rid of Lowry. But... Davis is, if they're going to lose Kawhi anyway, that's the move. That's that's why this makes sense, because in this world, Kawhi has said, I'm leaving. Okay, if Kawhi's definitely leaving, mm-hmm. then I guess I could see it. But what if, I, what if it was the type of thing where Los Angeles sent Lonzo and in return somehow got Van Vliet? That could be something. I'm just worried about the guard depth of Lakers if they give away Lonzo, and I'm worried about the guard depth if the Raptors don't get Lonzo in that trade. I know that was the, that was the tough thing. I was like, mm, I want, I want this to work. It's not quite perfect. I'm gonna tinker with it some more, but it's close. It's not bad. That would be the most insane trade of all time. What if Ingram stays and Kuzma goes to New Orleans? Do you think that? Do you think that they would still do it? New Orleans. That the New Orleans would still do it? Maybe with some firsts, too? No. And 
in that world, also Anthony Davis has stopped playing because of a quad injury. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's the slightly injured Anthony Davis. It's the it's the uh, Kawhi Leonard. I want out of this place, Anthony Davis. Okay. Next time we talk, I'm gonna have come up with a better. I'm gonna tweak this. I'm gonna find one that makes you say yes. There's so much hypothetical. There's already the hypothetical of Kawhi not resigning, which I think he'll resign. I think it's gonna be another uh, Paul George situation. I think he will resign too. He's the man in Toronto. That and must he feel doesn't good. need to be the man in Toronto. Like, it's basically the Spurs all over again. I know. It's they a great, win it's a great situation. Win yeah. Okay, last trade. Los Angeles Lakers are going to receive Anthony Davis. The New Orleans Pelicans receive Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Rajon Rondo. They receive him again. And Brandon Ingram. That's the I, best I got. I think I say yes if I'm New Orleans. It's not bad. I think that that's the most likely trade right now. That's I don't really think any bad. of them are likely, but I think that's the most likely one. Ingram is a future star. LA gets to hold on to Kuzma and Ball. Ingram is a maybe future star. Did I say maybe? Because he's a maybe uh, future star. You said he is a future star. He is he's, definitely a future star. He's a maybe future star. Chalenga loves the Brandon Ingram's game. <laughs> I do. Rondo was really good for the Pelicans last year. And Caldwell Pope is fine. <laughs> I think I'd both... ask, I would ask for a pick. Yeah. They're both also expiring, so it's that's twenty twenty three or twenty one million in expiring yeah. contracts, which would give them room to resign. Miritich and or Miritich, Ingram's got a couple of years left. It give them room to figure out how to pay all those guys. Yep, that's not bad. I like that. I like that. But you definitely need, like, you'd have two half point guards too, in Brandon Ingram running ISO. For himself, and Drew Holiday, <laughs> running half point guard. I like that. You would, I mean, Rondo, Holiday, and Ingram, the three point guard thing. It's cool. I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Caldwell, Caldwell Pope on the wing. Oof. That was a beast of a podcast. I think that we somehow ruined every NBA team in one uh-huh. way or another. Uh huh. Um, they felt it. They felt our presence, our mm-hmm. ruining presence. Adam Silver is turning in his sleep right now. Like, what's going on? The Wolves got so mad that they fired their coach on a two-game win streak. I know. Did we do that? Did we cause that? We caused that because of our tumultuous podcast about them trading away Andrew Wiggins. Oh, boy. What a a good time, Dylan. Well, we're on hour five now, so we got to cut it short. Um, Make sure that you are subscribing and downloading when you listen. Follow us on Instagram at Coast to Coast NBA Pod, uh, on Twitter at Coast to Coast NBA, um, and listen to all our episodes. So this was part whatever of however many parts, and uh, we've also got an emergency Wolves Pod about the firing of Tom Thibodeau that's up. We've got a Space Jam All Time Team that's a podcast that was really fun that's up. Um, we even had. The voice of 2K19, my career, on the pod. Shout out to Phil Smithy. Um, So go ahead, listen to those episodes. Download, subscribe, and follow us on the socials. Dylan, you got anything else? All right. Thank you so much, and we will see you later. Bye, Dylan.
I love Winsy Leyland. I love Winsy Leyland.